Welcome to Below the Line, where we talk about working in Hollywood from the crew perspective. My name is Skid. I'm a former assistant director and your host. Today, we're talking about The Walking Dead, the long-running AMC show that concluded its 11th and final season last month. My guests are from the grip department. First up, returning to the show is Nicole Higgins. Nicole, you worked on season 10 of the show. Nice to see you again. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Welcome back. And joining us for the first time is Frankie Zamora, who was the best boy grip for season 10. Frankie, welcome to Below the Line. Hey, how are you doing? Not bad. Been looking forward to have this conversation, I got to tell you, for a long time. But first, a warning for our listeners, spoilers are possible during today's discussion. Let's start out by just talking about how each of you got involved with The Walking Dead. I got a call from a key that I worked with a long time ago, quite a few times. He came back like, hey, I got a job in Atlanta. I know you're there. Can you best a show for me? And then I found out it was Walking Dead afterwards. Um, <laughs> we went from there. Uh, are you really sure you want to do this show? And he goes, yeah, I want to do this show. I said, okay. I've heard nothing but nightmares. And I think we were the fourth or fifth grip department to jump onto the show. So I think it was a little uh, challenging for the grip department for the turnover. And obviously there was a lot of turnover for other departments as well, but that was the main one going in knowing that. Did they have the same grip department for like three years and then it started flipping every year or... Well, the first guy that did it was from L.A., did mm-hmm. season one. And a local did season two, three, and four, I think. And then and somebody else did five, six, and seven or something like that. Okay. Anyway, there was like blocks of people doing it, and then just they couldn't do it. Any, they couldn't take it anymore. And so it wasn't because the cinematographer changed and brought in new people each time? No, not that I'm aware of. I think it was just, you know, it's it's a show where you start out in the spring and it's pollen season. If you haven't been in Georgia, everything's yellow. Well, that's why I'm talking like this right now. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but um, we might leave that coffee. You know, yeah, <laughs> we. Uh, and I only did one season, but we start in the spring and you end in basically Thanksgiving. So you get some nice weather to start, and then it gets really, really hot, and everything's exterior. Ninety-five percent of the show. And it's also nights and you're out in the woods and you're out in the water and just all the elements that, you know, whatever's going to go wrong goes wrong. You know, there's full setups where everyone has to, I think it was the first or second day. And it just shook my head. I was like, oh, this house going to be the whole show. You know, a huge <laughs> lightning storm comes in. It just starts. Ra- yeah, it just starts <laughs> raining the whole time. And you're just like scratching your head and it's like oh i gotta dry all this stuff out i was like oh it's gonna be <laughs> terrible tomorrow <laughs> nicole did nobody warn you about this i talked about how you got started i was just desperate <laughs> i was like waiting for a call from an internship program to see if they could even like get me in on a grip department which i think we talked about previously and and the walking dead was the first one that came up and i had no no idea, no expectations, no information about it going in at all. Yeah. So I had no idea. So to me, honestly, I didn't even think they were challenges. I was like, this is fun. (laughs) It's like, I never, you know, worked in a different scenario as a grip. So it was like, it seemed normal to me. (laughs) 
Well, Frankie, let's dive in a little deeper on some of those challenges. Nicole, that you were seeing for the first time on a set. Frankie, you talked about the weather and this show, there's just a lot of elements under difficult conditions. I want to hear more about it. It's a challenge. Everything's a challenge, no matter where you're at. If you're in an office building in downtown, if you're on a skyscraper at the top of the roof with the winds, it, it just depends. This was just out in the woods and it was just hot and there's mosquitoes and there were ticks. There's a lot of ticks. Yeah, my first day, I got a bunch of ticks. <laughs> there were a lot of ticks, you know, but it's just schlepping everything through the woods, you know, getting cranes into the woods, getting stands and bags and, you know, making sure guys don't roll their ankles or get hurt or slip or fall. And there's a there's a bunch of that, you know, and then the conditions, once it starts raining, they just deteriorate and it gets worse. And, you know, room for error improves of you getting hurt or not making the day or just stuff like that. That's one thing I didn't expect carrying stuff and like a tree, like, cause you're carrying like big stands and then like the smallest weavy branch will yeah. like nick your thing and pull you back and yeah. you're like fighting trees. The DP wants an overhead in the woods and you got to get up on a ladder and put a pulley up and try and get it out as quick as possible. Cause you can't build a frame, you know, it's, it's, there's just certain things that, you know, you adapt to and um, you know, you overcome, but it's just, the price of not sleeping you know doing 13 14 hour days and you know it's in the middle of nowhere everyone lives an hour outside easily hour so, and a half. or an hour and a half mm -hmm. so you're driving in you know an hour before call or hour and a half before call and uh, and leaving and so making that same trip back to you know back to wherever you stayed just it just it, it's very taxing it adds for a long long day from beginning to end this isn't the kind of show you can stage on a lot somewhere in the middle of the city, like all of the woods work and everything with the zombies really takes place further out. So where are they shooting all this? Sonoya, Georgia was where the little compound was and the studio, which they had a couple stages, but I mean, barely used. The big house that got burned down at the end was on the property that I don't know, they leased out from a family, whatever. They built all that stuff and did all that stuff there with the big wood, uh, big wood tree fence, whatever that was. So that was there. The, the hilltop house, the right? hilltop. Is that what they there called it? Yeah. Sorry, it's been a minute. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that, you know, that that was that was, Alexandria was the neighborhood, right? Yeah. Yeah. The compound. Yeah. yeah. That was like driving distance. Everything yeah. else was like kind of on like a lot area like but it was just land yeah or they would go around and find you know old country roads with old homes We'd shoot you know on whatever however many acres there whatever wood sequence you know there's streams on the property that they shoot so any any water stuff we did around there but you know very minimal on stage and then we built a cave in the stage that took place over two or three episodes oh yeah about. but um other than that, that was probably worse than being outside. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say, hopefully that's a break for a couple of no, episodes. Like, with, with all the dirt and dust that was in there oh, and God. nowhere to circulate, it was just like, yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then they like dropped a hole and all the dust and dirt just like yeah. billowed out through <clears throat> the cave. Yeah. I mean, that was that was one of the main sets that season, I think. And then there's a house inside. That was the outside house, but it was interior that we would shoot at. And then, uh, and then there's just a bunch of horse stuff, which is kind of like, what, what's going on? <laughs> Why are there horses? 
I only remember the one the one horse day when they had the drone, and I feel like that's the only day I remember of horses. No, when, but I'm sure there was start, tons more. Yeah, when we started, it was very horse heavy. Yeah, I, I don't think that I was way. There for you that. know, that was another thing: getting the camera close enough to the horse that they don't get spooked, and the handler, and you know, had to be on a on electric car with a with, you know with a techno crane on it, and the crane could only get so close to the horse, and it, it was there's a lot of a lot of. Um, logistical challenges because they're not walking on the street they're walking in a creek with an actor on the horse and then you got the handler and trying to keep them out of frame and the car moving at you know the right speed and you know the focus puller trying to pull folk i mean there's there's a lot of elements that takes place just for that one shot that a lot of people don't realize even though it's just one person on a horse trotting along so those were those were some of the challenges that we ended up having it wasn't anything crazy, but it was, uh, you know, doing in 95 degree weather with ticks on you. It gets kind of annoying, but, <laughs> you know. You know. It sounds like it'd be a difficult show under any conditions, but then you have these conditions that don't actually contribute to what's showing up on camera. Well, I can see why there'd be a lot of turnover with crew. And was that a general sense of crew? I think you said some departments stuck around. Some departments stuck around. Um, the electric department was fantastic. The gaffer was fantastic. The rigging gaffer was fantastic. They were, they've been there since, I mean, I think since day one. You know, I think since a pilot, maybe. Don't quote me on that, but I think it was very, very, very early on. You know, they did their thing and they were happy with it. You know, it's, it's daylight exterior. Yeah, electric mm-hmm. doesn't do much, you know. <laughs> they might not want to hear it, but it's like, there's not a whole lot going on. You know, it's like, mm, what are we going to do? Now I have to do a separate yeah. show with them so they can come defend yeah. their work yeah. as well. But we'll worry about that for that'll be an yeah. episode for another day. I mean, charging their phone was the biggest thing. So, <laughs> we get an Apple box, please. Our phones are at ten percent. It's like it's nine a.m. What have you been doing? Watching work. Okay, that's fine. So, well, talk to me about some other memories from when you're working on the show, whether it's specific scenes or just you know the experience of of being in this grind. It was, it was just, man, it was just a lot of splits. Just, you know, we'd start at, start at 6 a.m. on Monday, you know, on a pre-call, loading, unloading carts and just, you know, schlepping stuff through the woods. And then, God, we may end up, you know, on a Friday evening, you know, with a, a 4.30 call for one day, you know, one day shot and then go right into nights till, you know, four in the morning, five in the morning. So it's just, you know, you don't, they don't film scary movies during the day. So it's, it's, it's all night. It's just, you kind of get used to it going in just your weekends gone for the most part, you know, you sleep the most part of Saturday and try and recoup for a day and you start all over again on Monday. The food was so good. Yeah. That's one thing that did so have. good. The cater and a lot of caters, you know, it's just what it is, but they, they actually had a very, uh, very good cater. It was fantastic. It's like, at least you'd enjoy coming in. It's like, okay, I can get breakfast. They threw a party for us interns on the last day. And I think they had like sushi and lobster and all kinds of stuff. And Crafty was good too. They had really good snacks. It was the best snacks. Yeah. People that work don't go to craft service. So yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I I think I recall being the craft giver for you guys. Uh, I was the getter. I had to go get everything. That's how they treat their interns. Go get us food. (laughs) So other challenges, um, getting condors in and out of, you know, a lot of woods and hilly places with frames on them. Oh, you know, yeah. there's, there's a lot of that. 
Remember that one time they blew up that it was like a mound of dirt and they blew it up and they had just left the cameras there and ran away from it. No. And that one camera just went, <laughs> you no. don't, I don't, maybe I don't you weren't there. That. That's <laughs> another part. I think the, the camera department's been there, you know, not the DPs cause they've, they've switched out a lot of DPs over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's alternating DPs as well. Every other episode. But the camera department, I think, has been there since, you know, since day one, a lot of those guys, mm-hmm. except from the pilot. So they've been around the whole time, at least a little consistency there and electric. And that, that show did feel like the most like family show ever. Like everybody felt like they had all known each other. You know what I yeah, mean? There, it had been a lot because a lot of them had been working yes, together. There was a lot of continuity. It was with, a huge family crew. element there. Um, I think the construction guys were new that season. And the art director was new. It came from a different show. I think the original art directors had left that had did the first nine. And I think, you know, people, people just get, Hey, I did it. It's done. You know, time to move on to another project. I can only, I can only make so many shacks. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know? I can only draw a shack so many ways for a zombie to come out of. It's like, you know, or an abandoned store over and over. You're just kind of like, I need a change. Yeah. I want to ask you guys about some specific elements from that season 10. That's the one where the hilltop burns, right? Like, yes, uh, they set all that on fire. So talk to me about those days on set. Oh, I was so tired that day. <laughs> I think those were nights. I think it was like a week of nights. Yeah. And mm. uh, that was uh-huh. actually one of the episodes where one of the DPs was actually um, got sick and they had to get replaced with another DP that came in cold, not knowing, you know what I mean? And it's hard because he wants to set his look, but there's already look established. And, you know, he he had done some other stuff from uh, whatever spinoffs that The Walking Dead already had. So he kind of knew, you know, but it's still, you know, it's a your episode. You want to you want to set the look. So there's a little I guess the routine got changed up a little bit. So we had to adapt a little, you know, there's more lights, more condors, more frames, more 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 exterior night lighting. Thank God electricians finally did something (laughs) for that than what normally was there, um, which was fine. But that was that was a uh, I think they I think they shot that for three nights because the whole ordeal. There's so many segments and little elements to it that had to be choreographed and special effects and stunts. And there's a lot of stuff that had to um, work out to get everything. If not, they weren't going to make the days. That season also had the whisperers, right? Like you're talking massive amounts of zombies and these zombie hordes that I don't oh, think yeah. was present every season. Was that a element that you guys had to deal with as groups as well? Or are we talking more visual effects? How did that come together? It had uh, that big fight, remember? No, with the... I don't. <laughs> he left a little bit early. So yeah, some like of the, the stuff, last episode. Yeah, they had they had the whispers and then they had there was like a big field fight. You don't remember against like the whispers and the. No. And they had like rounded up a bunch of zombies somehow to like follow them into this big fight. And it was like mass. There were so many people there. Describe West Side Story. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was the one when you were gone with the Star Wars guys. Like, no. <laughs> it was like Star Wars people. I don't watch the show. So, like, I don't, I don't know. even know <laughs> what in reference any of this is, you know? Like, I yeah, just, knew I didn't, was- I mean, I didn't read the scripts. I don't watch the show. So, I don't, I really don't know. I know there were some days where, you know, we had fucking 300 extras. Yes. And it's just like, oh, this is where all the money's going. <laughs> <laughs> but that was, that was another thing. You know, they had a lot of fallout 
just a, not safety wise, but safety wise with extras and being in those latex masks and stuff and just getting heat exhaustion. Yeah. You know, just standing out there for four hours. I mean, it's 95 degrees and you're not used to that. If, hey, I'm just going to come out and do a day. It's a shocking day. Yeah, not everywhere was like a area where people could go stand under trees in some shade for, you know, I mean, they tried to break everybody as much as possible because it is really hot and they had umbrellas out there. Yeah. Yeah. But you have, um, you had a lot of people that just don't realize how hot it actually gets out there every day. When, when you were done working, especially like Monday and Tuesday, when we were there all day, whipped. yeah, you could feel it just going on like, oh only tuesday like man i wish i was an electrician (laughs) (laughs) yeah those guys are definitely gonna be on the show next (laughs) talk to me about the cast how did the cast react to all of these challenges because they're in some of that same obviously they're not carrying your equipment up and down the hill but they're out there as well and this is difficult no absolutely i mean they had some you know some challenging stuff to do and you know in the river or uh uh keep remembering the one place we kept going to where it was flooded when we scouted it and then it was like we went back and it was just bone dry <laughs> <laughs> it was like a drought happened in like four days like like where did all this water go <laughs> you know and there were scenes in there with uh, zombies and stuff and i think a lot of the actors had to be physically capable of doing stuff because you know they they did they asked them to do a lot if not it's like oh get the stunt guy to do it it was like no you're doing it your face is on camera so they had to deal with that. And same thing. They had to deal with the elements of the and snakes. They, and they were and, in like, uh, they, didn't ticks have, and, they didn't have the option either of being able to like wear shorts because a lot of them yeah. were in long clothes, you yeah. know? Like, yeah, so they, a lot of long clothes. They and, were extra hot and they did yeah. lots of fight choreography. Some yeah. Of, some of them. Yep. Anyone that made particular impressions or stories about certain actors or even other crew? Hmm. Uh, I was good friends with the caterer. <laughs> impressions. I did have a good impression. One of the producers that brought me out was like super kind to me that um when I did the internship. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She mm-hmm. was super kind to me. And then she's the one that actually reached out to me when they came back from COVID, which I was like, oh God, all that stuff and COVID, like no. <laughs> and, yeah. You know, like a mask and a shield and 95 degree. Oh my, no way. But she uh, gave me the opportunity to come back, which normally like their grip department would call me. And she had actually just called and, and invited me, which I thought was really nice and really kind of her. But I was already on something else. So she really stood out to me because she was really kind and went the extra mile to be nice to me and give me opportunities. You're working on the show has led to other opportunities, right? You had moved on to other shows. As you said, you were busy when they when they called you back. Where'd you guys end up after season 10? Uh, I left to go do um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, that was the first streaming thing for Disney. Just kind of been on a roll after that. Yeah, it was Falcon, and then it was Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel, and then it was what? What was the small ones? Apple uh, Memories. Oh. That, that was the Samuel Jackson. Was that the real name? The uh, the Ptolemy Gray series. Yes. You guys did that as well. Yes, that was it. So, do you think that Walking Dead was just uniquely challenging because of what you're trying to film in the added uh you know environmental elements or is just shooting in atlanta that tough like have all these shows been that tough because you're no. talking about a lot of other yeah. big stuff no, in there no. too. it was it was the show itself you know once you're once you're that deep into 10 seasons there's not a lot of 
we're going to make it better. This is what it is. You're going to grind it out and you're going to like it or you can leave. That's what it is. You know, they have a budget. They're going to stick to that budget. It's like, wait a minute, when you save some money, kill him off. He's been around too long. You know, they wanted to get their product and it was fine, but it's just, it just, that's why the crew before was just like, you know what? We've done three seasons. We're out of here. Like you want to keep rushing, 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 you know? I feel like, I don't know if it's because did a bunch of Marvel stuff and like things after that, but it felt very like indie to me, you know, it was like the way that like not well you have to rem- make sense yeah like, but you have to remember there's 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 there are different compared to everything there's else there's different there are different levels from from cable tv to network tv to a 20 million dollar feature 50 million dollar feature 100 million dollar feature 250 million dollar feature there's just there are different levels of this is what we're going to spend the money on because we want this someone that has spent the money for the last nine years doing it this way is not going to spend the money a different way. Like there, those are the line items and that's what they're spending the money on. And that's it. If your dog pees in your house every day for 10 years, you're not going to start taking him outside. <laughs> it's just, he's not going to get it. He's like, no, dude, I piss here. Like this is where it's going to happen. And it's the same, it's the same thing for TV shows. You always have a limited budget when you do network television, when you do cable television, and even though the, the show has so much success, it doesn't mean their budgets are going up. They don't care. They're going to pay what it is. They're going to they're going to look at that little bit of whatever the percentage is that they have to give the guy raises, you know, each year because it's all union. And that's it. They're, but they're not going to spend they're not going to spend the money to make the quality of life well, of I feel like the grip department no, better no, or I know that. the electric I feel department like, better. I feel like they have a look though. And yeah. like that works and they're just mm-hmm. going to keep replicating it. You know, Correct. it's like a soap opera yeah. at this point. It's just exactly, yeah. regurgitated, recycled. Yeah. Like, you know, these people are going to fight these people. Okay. Now these people are going to fight mm-hmm. these people and people like, like the look of it. And yeah. you know what I mean? They wrapped the 11th season of the show indeed, but there's still a lot of walking dead out there for people. We're looking for it, but it doesn't sound like you guys are looking for another gig on one of these other shows. Sounds no, like you've moved okay. on to other things. Yeah. I mean, I would do it again. You wouldn't. Good, good for you. You wouldn't. <laughs> I would no. totally do it. I felt like I got the biggest, the best workout out there. <laughs> you can drive an hour and a half. I did. I mean, well, it won't be that far from me anymore. I moved. So, well, you're both doing a lot of interesting things in Atlanta now. And so, I hope we'll uh, get you back to talk about some of those shows with us. We appreciate having you guys on the show today. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on again. Uh, Listeners, let me know what you think of these shorter episodes. You'll find my contact info at our website, belowtheline1word.biz. That's B-I-Z. You'll also find past episodes and links to all of our social media, so check it out. You guys, stuff you're working on now that you're particularly proud of, something that's coming out that people ought to watch for yeah we're kind of embarrassed of the last one no it's, it's, it's just been, it's been rough it's been rough it's been, oh man this movie's gonna make two billion dollars and they have no idea the pain that i went through you know it's like or the pain that really everybody went through the last 10 months we don't need to draw any negative attention with your no, show. No, yeah. So if we'll you want to rattle off, if you want me to email you what 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 we worked on, and you want to rattle it off, but I don't think it's going to come with any beautiful gumption from us. It's going to sound like dreadful. <laughs> I don't even think we can utter the words nicely anymore. 
Well, my shout-outs are still uh, nicely to the regular bunch. Thanks to Curtis Five for our music, John Juan for our logo, and all of your listeners, I appreciate you. Please rate us wherever you get your podcasts and tell your friends. Thanks again from Below the Line.